Hey everyone, welcome to the She Elevates podcast. I am beyond honored to have my Instagram friend and we, we've been friends for what, maybe like a year or two. I don't even know how our, our paths cross, but I always feel like paths cross for a reason. But I am so excited to introduce you guys to Andrea Becker. And I'm going to let her inter- like give her her introduction and just tell us a little bit about herself. So Andrea, take it away. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's very exciting. I love your podcast, but I've told you that so many times. And um, yeah, just also how we met, to be honest, um, but I guess about a year and a half ago, um, you just kind of asked me, what would I change if I could change anything? And um, that was kind of for me, like the whole fitness journey that I started on. Well, not even fitness journey, just like journey towards feeling more comfortable in my skin and feeling healthier. And um, so thank you so much for that. And um, I hope there's like a ton of people that follow you because every time I listen to your podcast, I feel so mot- so motivated to keep on keeping on. So you're making um, me blush. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it actually has changed my life. So I'm um, thankful for that. I do. Um, yeah, like I, I guess to myself, I come from Canada originally. I am born there. I live in Germany. I've been living here for about 16, 17 years. I'm born to a German dad and a South African mom. I'm married to a German who was born in Uruguay and grew up in the jungle of Micronesia, which is kind of close to Australia and Indonesia, somewhere there. Um, yeah, and we met in Germany. I actually came over as a Bible school student to an international Bible school. And at that time I had met somebody who I thought was going to be the love of my life and moved here, started studying here and it didn't work out. Um, I then at some point developed a autoimmune disease and that basically just kind of uh, numbed my, took like actually the strength out of my hands and my legs. So I was, I was into sports at some point. I decided I was like kind of the music art nerd for a while. Went to Bible school, started jogging, things like that. And um, I was jogging one day and I just kind of collapsed and I couldn't get back up. I couldn't stand up and I couldn't use my hands to get myself to stand up anymore. So basically just the nerve, like there's a fatty layer on your nerves and that had basically just disintegrated so that my nerves weren't functioning anymore at all. And um, so I was in Germany and had just broken up with my fiance and um yeah it kind of that was a, a big a turning point for me also with my relationship with god um with what do i do with my life i'm in a different country do i want to give up on what i'm doing and move back home um yeah but i didn't ended up staying here i got treatment met my um yeah my now husband and we have three wild very kind-hearted boys and um yeah we like to be outside a lot and do music we have our own band we're in different band projects and um yeah and my husband just started his own business recently so it's so cool like I love I love your posts and just how how outdoorsy you are and Andrea is rocking it too with her fitness journey with her fitness journey she's always posting up in her stories you need to follow her if you are not her in her stories just different things but she's doing with her kids and for being an American and only living in Missouri in like 
one county and then I moved to the next county over, it's cool to see what, what other people are doing, especially you in Germany and just like your food, how holistic everything is. <laughs> it's awesome. And the projects that she does with her kids are just unbelievable. So Andrea, you are a teacher as well. And it's been tough. So just for my American listeners, just give us, tell us how, it, how, how has teaching been in Germany through all of this? Um, yeah, it's had like lots of ups and downs. Um, this week was a good start because we have basically half of a class there. Um, so I have like about 10 to 12 students this week and the other half is online. So they have um, homeschooling things that they have to do. The weeks before that were basically the my class of 30 kids split into two different groups with a couple kids online. So I was basically like running between classrooms and waving to the kids online every once in a while, hoping they weren't like going totally under. And um, yeah, so now school has kind of started somewhat normally, but we are like testing secondary kids at the school with um, COVID tests in the morning. Mm -hmm every like well twice a week and also the elementary schools have started that as well twice a week mm -hmm. which yeah I mean yeah I, I basically for me um I just felt the priority that kids have had and or have at the moment too is not what it should be so we've kept our kids now home and so we're kind of homeschooling our kids as well and um even though homeschooling is actually illegal in Germany which is kind of ironic um but yeah we're I guess doing bunch of worksheets with our kids that we get yeah. from their teachers and yeah so also one thing that I really want to touch on because I feel like this is the definition of bravery is this business that you and your husband recently launched yeah <laughs> so if tell us just a little bit about about this and how it got started and you know, just some background, background on it, because I really think that this, this, it's, it's so brave and so courageous what you guys are doing. And the impact is, is, you never know the impact you're going to make. Yeah. Um, yeah. My husband was working in the industry, just working a normal as a, uh, I think in English it's called a mechatronic, but I'm not really sure what it is in English. So basically like electronical and mechanic type stuff um, for like a sensor um company so a fairly big sensor company and he had basically what he thought was his dream job leading a team of people and um yeah I don't know he just he wanted to do something that was going to be more fulfilling changing or changing people's lives yeah changing people's lives um and he's been kind of he's been doing it on the side for quite a while like helping people get out of porn addictions mm -hmm. and um yeah I mean it it's, it sounds kind of funny to hear it's brave because I think when you know that it's the right thing to do, mm -hmm. you just kind of do it because you know you have to do it and you know that it's right. Deep mm -hmm. down inside somewhere, you know, this is what you got to do and kind of do, I mean, I don't know, maybe we do that. We just deal with the consequences. after. <laughs> so like the aftermath, of, oh yeah, so your husband's a get out of porn addiction coach, which is, yeah, I guess that that is what he is. He's a coach to help people get out of their porn addictions. And um but it's pretty amazing because um, you see, I mean, I don't, I'm not allowed to know so much about his clients and I'm not like all that confidential stuff, but um, just some of the reviews that some of his people have had where he's like obviously showed me the reviews because he puts them up on his webpage anyway. But um, yeah, it's something I think that almost every man struggles with. And um, 
a lot of people think they're alone in the struggle of porn addiction. And I mean, porn, porn addiction or sexual addictions have, have basically always been there in some form, mm-hmm. lusting or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But um, now it's just so accessible. So, and um, because it's so accessible, it's just it's something that um, he actually got the idea from someone in the States who is fairly successful with it. And one of his friends had actually um, done the coaching there. And he basically coaches um, also professionals and professional athletes and um, people who just find that they're not really achieving their goals the way they want to because of their sex addiction or um, even um, some of the people that we do know that he's worked with, friends of ours, um, they've said they feel, or I, this is one person that I think is okay that I do say, um, he's just, I'm friends with um, his, his wife and both of us, we meet together to pray and things like that. And she just says, you know, it didn't necessarily change our marriage astronomically, but she does feel that her husband is more content in who he is because he feels like he's actually more content with who he is that's indirectly influenced their marriage in a more positive way mm-hmm. and I thought well yeah you know I mean one can't expect there to be like a miraculous oh my marriage is amazing because marriage is a lot of work and marriage takes work mm-hmm. but um to feel like you're comfortable in your own skin and to feel content with where you're at is mm-hmm. one thing I think a lot of people actually don't have you know I I do. I do. And, you know, like when you talk about being feeling content where you're at, I feel like there's so many addictions that people have that, that lead them away from where of who they are, you know, so it, that's awesome that he's doing that. Yeah. Like lots of coping mechanisms. Like what do we do now in COVID when we're not feeling good or we're having a really bad day? I mean, I had to, if I'm honest, I had to reduce my alcohol intake because like when I was going through really stressful phases before we connected really big time, I was like, you know what, this is a really rough day. School's rough. This is rough. So we'll just have a glass of wine in the evening or two. And if you have that like every evening in the week, I mean, you can, but Mm -hmm. I noticed my body was just like, you can't handle this anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was a change, you know, that I had to intentionally also make, you know, everybody has their coping things and Mm -hmm. some are healthier, some are not so healthy and yeah that's the goal is finding strategies that are healthy for us yes like I guess it's like a healthy replacement and I think with COVID and I mean in life in general everything seems to go back to COVID because it's been really hard for everybody to cope with the changes that we've had to make because change is hard regardless of whatever and I'm like you And I'm sure so many people can relate to that statement that you just made that, oh man, it's a hard day. I'm gonna hop on my phone, scroll social media, plug into this. That's not healthy at all. It does. It serves no purpose and, or, you know, open the bottle of wine and kudos to you too, for one to two drinks, because I know where I was at when things were bad and it was like, well, I'm going to finish the bottle. I can't waste this, you know, like it's not good the next day. So you, you make those excuses and those reasons why this unhealthy thing that's not serving you, you, you try to, in your mind, justify why it's okay when it's not. And then in turn, you're losing your purpose in that comfort within yourself. You yeah, know? it takes a lot of energy, right? Like the, yeah. oh, I'm going to wake up earlier today. The worst part is waking up earlier. <laughs> Once you've got it done, then yes. you're up, right? Yeah. Or like 
I'm not going to drink the alcohol. I'm going to pour that tea. The worst part is pouring that tea because you're like, oh, this is not alcohol. Or I'm going to make some sort of bubbly water drink with something else. And that's the part is like making it. And then once it's made, it's usually, I guess, yeah. 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 You know, and that's so true too. Like, I'm glad that you brought that up because it, I feel like it's easy to jump into the things that don't serve us and in those unhealthy things or those things yeah. that actually hinder us from achieving the goals that we want to do. And it's hard. It's so hard to, you know, pour, pour the glass of tea instead of the wine or plug into, I'm going to pick up my book and read that. Yeah instead of my phone, or I'm gonna take my kids outside and play to relieve some stress instead of whatever the unhealthy thing is. It's like the positive thing is way harder to start than the it negative is, thing. Yeah. It's so it's weird like, how we're wired like that, you know? It is. And I think like for me, the big thing of this year has been like taking my thoughts captive, taking mm -hmm. how I think about myself, taking how I think about my marriage or how I think about my fitness or how I think about my kids taking those things captive and um, kind of like nipping it in the butt right away. Cause otherwise it's a bit of a downward spiral. I love how you said that too. Like take your thoughts captive. If you are aware of what you're thinking and feeling, then it makes it just a little bit easier to stop that next step, you know? And one thing that you said too, like waking up. Yes. Like waking up's the easy, I think is the easy part. It's getting up <laughs> that's the hard part you know that's what you said yeah yeah I mean it's a biblical principle ideally there's a lot of um a lot of theories now behind that right so um that is part of like, like what my husband does as well like affirmations and um things like that too like what are the lies that we believe and um but it's yeah it's just kind of funny because that's like what science is all pro right now and really it's like actually very simple biblical truth take your thoughts captive and mm -hmm. put them where they're supposed to so yeah you know and I think it was you that I I was reading this book get out of your head and I yeah. cannot for the life of me right now remember who the author is of that but did I send that to you you sent me the link and I have to order it I have sometimes <laughs> problems getting certain books in Germany because I did order one book and then it's like oh no you can't order it in Germany so I would have to order that <laughs> Maybe I'll order it for you and just send it to you. But I remember reading this and I'm like, oh my gosh, Andrea needs like, this is, this is her cup of tea right here. Like this is, this is her thing, but it is so good. And that's one thing that she talks about throughout like her whole book is just being aware and taking your thoughts captive. And she ties in the biblical stuff with it too. So important to me. I mean, I did that podcast recently with like the deciding factor on um, expatting and, um, like, I thought it was like, it's a really interesting topic. Like, okay, do you move, you know, or do you not move and move only if you, in my opinion, okay, there's it, the whole concept of moving or traveling to a different place mm -hmm. um, in a way ties into our normal lives. Do we mm -hmm. want to move to another place where we're at or do we want to stay? But the problem is if you're not happy where you're at right now, you're not going to be happy at the other place that you moved to. And um, interesting thing is, um, just actually, to be honest, like God in my life, I guess, you know, like, because I think that's influenced so many decisions and what I'm basing my life on and how I'm basing my life, like being a teacher, um, to see like each child as, okay, we had a lot of domestic issues at home. Mm -hmm. And um, two of my brothers in particular had like really big problems with school and to a certain extent with the law. 
And um, I remember one of them said, you know what, you got to make sure that you see those quiet kids because he was like the kind of quiet kid. And the other one was the really loud, obnoxious kid. And so I think that spectrum of paying attention to the quiet kids and paying attention to the loud kids and giving them God's love, you know, where you're at. And then being like, okay, well, if you're blessed to be able to have kids yourself, that's like raising up the generation of like, you know, seeing things through the eyes of like God in a way, you know, like this is what God has given you at the time to deal with and to entrusted you with, right? And now we've been kind of also toying with the idea, yeah, do you want to move out of Germany with all these um like COVID things and oh, they're gonna start like forcing people to get vaccinated. I don't know if they are or not, but that was kind of like I was starting to realize I've been really like anxious anxious lately. And um, and I have had like some mental health struggles in the past as well. And I felt like, well, okay, you know, things are pretty good. And then now with all this whole COVID stuff and I have lots of students struggling and friends struggling and Mm -hmm. strangers that I don't even really know struggling. And um, like for one year, I've had to take my thoughts captive, but also to see things through like, okay, well, you know, if God wants us to move, I'm not going to give way to fear. Um, The verse, do not be anxious about anything, but in prayer and petition, present your request to God. And I've just been saying that and that kind of just has tainted, it taints, I guess, my life in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And um, it gives me a lot of strength for basically whatever I'm facing. Sometimes it's hard, I think, to have a balance between how much you include your faith into what you're doing mm-hmm. and how much of it is, I don't know, how much of it is just normal and how much of it is too much for people who are like, whoa, this is like, I mean, I have coworkers who are, I'm probably like one of the only Christians at my work, you know? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, like just very different universes. And sometimes I think the best thing is like, both of my grandmas um, recently died like about a year ago, year and a half ago. And um, they were both really like prayer warriors. And I thought, oh man, like two really big prayer warriors who were always like praying and who's going to pray now, you know? Like, and so I think sometimes all one can do is really also just pray. And that's, um, yeah, that's, that's why this actually started like over a year now as well of just fasting every Monday. Mm-hmm. So like every Monday I fast, um, Instagram, at least for like from Sunday night to Monday evening. And I also pray and fast because, um, I'm trying to just incorporate that into my life more. And for me, it's like a, a reset on the Monday. So, um, have that Monday, know that the Monday, usually I actually am kind of looking forward to it because if as the week goes by, I start instilling a bit more and uh, my eating habits kind of start, you know, so mm-hmm. like to start the Monday off, um, just, you know, praying, fasting, start my sports. And um, it kind of just gives me like the Monday as a restart and um, spiritually, physically, just, you know, kind of sets the tone for the week. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I love, I love that strategy though, you know, and I think me as well, like I could relate to what you said, like, I'll feel that anxious, that anxiety coming up just from having the news on, you yeah. know, and like the, what ifs, what, what if, you know, like every dystopian novel that I've ever read, I feel yeah. like it's, it's, it's <laughs> happening. Like, like, I read those, you know, yeah. so then it's like, okay, I got to step it back and just God's got this, like he's yeah. got this keep on living your life, it, you live your life, Ho- hope that you're falling into your purpose that he has for you, you know, and just keep going, keep going. You're raising good kids and you're doing your part by doing that, you yeah. know? And I think, I think, yeah, just 
that whole do not fear. Yeah. You know, be strong and courageous. I mean, there's so many verses, there's so many, um, like just treasures from that. And what we put into our mind, like I didn't, I never heard the term, oh my goodness, the term, but um, you probably did because you're an American, but have, like um, doom scrolling. What is it? Doom scrolling. No, is that, is that like this? <laughs> yeah, like doom yeah. No, I haven't heard that term. <laughs> yeah, I just heard it recently. I thought that was so funny. And I mean, funny in a kind of black humor type way, but um, <laughs> I thought it was funny because it's like, it's so true. Like, it's so easy to be like all, uh-huh. oh, I'm gonna just like doom scroll or I'm gonna like these bad habits or these bad coping mechanisms that we have. And the more we do them and the more we doom scroll, um, we're not putting good stuff into our system. We know that the world is a mess right now. We know that this and this and this and this. And um, yeah, if it's leading one to be anxious or if it's leading one to start panicking and not being able to be okay for one's kids and not being okay mm -hmm. in our classroom setting, then yeah, then I do think it's more than necessary to take a step back or to put a timer. I have a timer on my Insta because um, so I have like 45 minutes a day that the timer goes on. And yeah, sometimes then I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'll no limit for today or, um, but I do have that limit on there too, just because I know I don't want to spend too much time in the virtual world. I mean, it's great. There's amazing people that I've mm -hmm. met there, like you and other mm -hmm. people that just really motivate one. And But um, I need to be here and I need to make sure I'm also taking care of my kids and my mental health and the kids that are in my classroom and, you know, like things like that, like what God has entrusted me here. Even though there are amazing relationships and things that one can influence totally online, like with your podcast or, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Um, but yeah, putting what we put in really trying to be intentional about that but yeah yes and I think that's so hard too because I will catch myself in I guess the doom scroll and then I'm like wait a second I use social media that's my party and these aren't these aren't things that I want at my party you know yeah. so it's like okay I gotta move these people out of the party and this is what I go to social media for I go to build my professional learning network you know, I want to learn from awesome educators and I want to meet people like you, people that are going to uplift me and make me feel good about myself, you know, like, so I think there is that fine line with that too. Yeah, it, it, that goes back to when, when I feel like I'm in the, in like a slump, I, I have to like stop and think, what am I doing right now that is serving me? And what am I doing right now that is not? Because it is so yeah. easy to develop bad habits and you don't realize that you're doing it until you're like feeling like crap you know <laughs> so yeah like, oh, you had I think a really good podcast on that actually <laughs> what is serving you right now is it serving you and if it is then keep it and if it's not I mean you're the one who had the pot or was it on the she elevates some yeah I think I did talk about that because I think I was going through I oh I think it was like I had a couple weeks in a row where I was like I think I I think I need to find something different. I can't be a teacher anymore. And I'm like, okay, yeah. wait a second. I was born to do this. <laughs> like, what is going on right now that's making me feel like this? What am I yeah. doing that's serving me? What's not serving me? And and I, I think it comes to those boundaries too. Like what you said, you have you have strict boundaries on your on your phone, which is amazing. And your your Monday, mobilist Monday, I absolutely love that when I see that I'm like, I really just need to do what she's doing because it, it, it it's, it's a re recharge. It is. It gives you a good reset for the week. And 
yeah just because i mean throughout the week you you'll automatically start being on a bit more anyway but just to mm -hmm. have that time to be like no i'm not i don't need this it's nice but to also just for my kids you know just i try not to be on my phone too much when they're there although i mean every time i pick up my phone oh my goodness look i think i have a moment of quiet i need my kids to come downstairs i'll bring my phone so then they'll come down but that's um, how it works too you know totally. <laughs> so, but, no but it's good it's good to just kind of yeah. put it away and yeah i think that's a very good point though you know be choosy too on what you are plugging in to on social media because and when any kind of worldly national event happens it's like boom it's all that and nothing but that mm -hmm. and i know people will hate on this comment but it's okay to take a break yeah. from that you know like I am a, a number seven on the Enneagram and, you know, like that stuff, that stuff, I don't like the way it makes me feel, you know, I'll be aware of it. But when I find myself like doom scrolling or consumed with it, it's just like too much and I can't deal. <laughs> so then yeah, like, okay, what's serving me or what's not. <laughs> yeah. Like way back in the day, our like great, great grandparents didn't have social media. So they weren't like totally bombarded all the time by those facts, right? So, I mean, now I think it's another type of, we have so much input that mm -hmm. I think we need to start weeding out what we do have as input just to be responsible, you know, mm -hmm. with ourselves and, and with our lives. And yeah, and yeah. yes. And, you know, then I always think, is this really even true anyways? What's what's being thrown out on social media, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think COVID has basically taken a toll on like a lot of my students and friends and mm -hmm. all sorts of people. And I just, um, I think that totally coincides with what am I putting into my system? You know, what am I allowing myself to really digest or not mm -hmm. and keeping myself mentally healthy? I mean, if I didn't meet you on social media, I wouldn't have had started the health journey that I did because I needed that moment in history. And maybe that's what, I mean, kids are on their phones and things so much anyway now. So we can definitely channel the usage of their digital devices to create something good. I'm so glad that we connected and, you know, you never know what influence that you can make by posting stuff. And for me, I don't know what it is like for other people, but sometimes it's really hard to post on Instagram or really online in general. But it's like, if I, wouldn't have used my Instagram for my health journey to hold myself accountable. You know, like you just really never know because I, and Nick Mann and I talked about this too on, um, when I had him on, when you're doing it, of course, definitely 100% do the stuff for you, but you're also showing her that's watching yeah. what she can do too. You yeah. know, like everybody has a day one and I think people get really intimidated with stuff on social media especially like in the the fitness world you know and that comparison comes in and i think that's when the mobilist monday would be a great thing for all of us to try because then you can reset your brain back to reality on you know like that's not that's not like what she what this person is doing is not true for me but then you find people that you can relate to because they're at the beginning of their journey showing you what's possible so i mean thank you for telling me that <laughs> like i'm really humbled right now <laughs> really <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no but i think you also mentioned that in tara's show too the whole um that cannonball in thing too with like um yeah like 
finally getting there, doing it, and then also like pulling people alongside of you. Yeah. Which is so powerful. Hey. Yeah. And I mean, isn't that kind of our purpose? You know, I mean, same with your husband's business, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's learning the stuff to help people feel comfortable within themselves so they can reach their goals that in turn is their God-given purpose. It's true. Yeah. You know, like it's a big, it's a big circle. Yeah. So yeah, lots of good things to think about with this episode. Lots of good things. (laughs) Yeah. I love talking to you. So (laughs) I love talking to you too. We really need. I wish we were the same timeline or time zone. I know. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll move to Uruguay. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't. I don't know if if I can move my family out of Missouri. (laughs) Like you guys went to Arizona recently. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That was that was good. It was good to get my children out of our little small community so they can see what else is out there. I and mean, we, we've taken some family vacations, but like, like life happens, you know, yeah. and things get busy. So we got to the point where we were just taking like little weekend places just around the state, but they need to like be able to see that there's something outside of the community that we live in, you know, because they don't know unless we show them. It's true. And I mean, I think sometimes we take that for granted, like, Mm -hmm. because we both grew up in like kind of mixed cultures and mixed families. And um, so we have like, we have like every once in a while different refugee kids at our place or like kind of the immigrant families, kids who the normal German kids maybe don't play with all the time or, you know, like stuff like that. But I want like our home and I want our place to be a place where kids feel welcome where they feel they can be themselves I mean I'm not always like super nice I'm also pretty strict I have my rules but they still come (laughs) so and I yeah I think sometimes they're missing that too is like they come Mm -hmm. and they're welcome and we take them as they are they can be who I mean I think that's what we all really want we want to be accepted for who we are and um I think that starts too with once we accept who we are because Mm -hmm. once we can accept who we are um, we're not in competition with anyone for anything. We're not vying for anyone's attention. We're just, we just are. And I love people with strong personalities or like people who are going out there and challenging themselves like yourself, people who just kind of, you can tell they have like an inner core of, this is who I am. And I mean, everybody has their insecurities, but mm-hmm. just the rest and the assurance of, yeah, this is who I am. And um that is I think a huge thing that attracts people to that kind of like to those type of people you know like mm-hmm. the inner strength of knowing hey this is who I am this is who I'm accepted I'm I'm a child of God I am mm-hmm. worthwhile I am worthy I am and the kids are too so you know mm-hmm. you know what you're exactly right and I think having that inclusive setting in your classroom in your home or whatever is so vital you know, I mean, the boundaries, you have to have rules and guidelines. Otherwise, it's just like mass chaos. But I think I think kids appreciate that. You know, I mean, I, I'm a pretty lax teacher and even like at home with my kids. But we have we have our boundaries and we have, I guess, our rules. So, I mean, I feel like I just want to be accepted for who they are. And, yeah. I, you know, and sometimes I feel like it's the adults that I guess... I don't want to say shape them because adults can have a very positive influence on kids to help shape them. But at the same time, 
we can also make them feel insecure on who they are. And that's, that's just not okay. You know? Yeah. And I think like what you said too, like about, um, I mean, we all kind of want our kids to be well-behaved on one hand. Um, but I've been trying to also be like, uh, especially as a mom, cause you know, you want your kids, you don't want your kids to be like, ah. but on the other hand, I do know that like my head, at least, you know, um, kids misbehaving I mean you know this too obviously kids misbehaving it's usually a signal for something else right so mm -hmm. I think on the other hand too like maybe our generation is not quite ready for that yet to be like hey you know what maybe you're not having a good day because we don't ask each other that really either right I mean I don't ask my husband too often if he's like being kind of like not friendly or whatever you know I'm like oh you're not having a good day but I think that is my own little takeaway that I should probably ask him if he's not having a good day um yeah if there's a reason for it you know or just to yeah. talk about emotions I don't know do you guys talk about emotions a lot I wish I talked about emotions more and I kind of hope we do that that's kind of a goal yeah you know what that is a good goal because I feel like we don't talk about emotions or you know people feel like it's not okay you're supposed to like suppress your emotions but you can't move forward if you're not moving through your emotions. Yeah. You know? Sometimes life is just messy and that's normal, actually. Mm -hmm. That it's going to be messy. And it's going to try to hide hard. the messy. Yeah. yeah. I was reading something the other day where um, the author, I don't know if it was like a blog or if it was a podcast because I plug into it or a book, but the author was saying, life is supposed to, oh, it was my friend Lauren, I think. <laughs> life is supposed to be hard if it's not hard then something's not right like it's supposed to be hard yeah I mean I guess it gives you meaning right mm -hmm. I guess my my Marnie Alton kind of workouts online she's like you know um the similar thing basically is that the obstacles are what make life interesting and overcoming them that's what makes life meaningful mm -hmm. and um that, isn't that an amazing quote She's mm -hmm. so many good quotes. <laughs> anyway, I thought, yeah, like obstacles is what make life interesting and overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. And I think if we didn't have any obstacles, we wouldn't have a purpose in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like those obstacles lead us where we're supposed to go. Even though we might not think so at the time, but really yeah. those obstacles are taking us where we're supposed to go into our purpose. Totally, yeah. I mean, if I think of all the difficult things that I've gone through, They've all, like the things that I've at the moment where I was like, oh, I was at my worst and exactly what you've wanted in life. And you're like, no, this is what I want so badly. And just like praying that this works out mm -hmm. and just being so thankful that it didn't because it just leads you or it has this like led me to something that's been so much better and so much healthier for me than I ever could have imagined. Mm -hmm. Being able to just hold things lightly in our hands, you know, like. I don't know, I've written that a couple of times about the eternal perspective, but to be honest, that's helped me so much through this time is realizing our time here is short and COVID back or forth. I mean, we're all going to die at some point mm -hmm. and we could die in a car crash. We could die, you know, mm -hmm. tomorrow. And like, what is our life? What is our lives about? And just kind of holding things with an open hand and realizing that, yeah, I mean, the difficulties aren't something to just wish away, but do you know Yoko? Mm-hmm. Do you know Joko or Yoko? No. He's like some, I think, Marine Corps workout guy. I don't really like him, but my husband <laughs> kind of likes him. He's like some big bodybuilder guy, but he's always just like, so life is difficult? Good. Are you having a bad day? Good. 
And anyway, just like, <laughs> like anything that's difficult and hard is like good because it's a challenge to move you through. And it's kind of annoying, but mm-hmm. it's true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Yeah, that totally reminds me of there's um an influencer that I follow on Instagram and she has like the biggest smile all the time and she's talking about this workout that she just got doing and she's like it was so hard and it sucked the whole time but it was great (laughs) yeah (laughs) I need to go back for more (laughs) bittersweet is Uh like my favorite taco bar so well thank you so much Andrea I think so many nuggets from this and I thoroughly enjoy talking to you any chance that I get this oh, is what our second or third time meeting up on zoom yeah so, yeah it's it's always a joy and always just such a treat how can our listeners get in contact with you um well we do have I mean business-wise we have a website on it is German but it is translatable I guess in English as well so um because my husband is also bilingual so www.corn and then f-r-e-i mm-hmm. d-e and um, otherwise on Instagram Riemann Becker so that's r-i-m-o-n Riemann Becker underscore coaching and me for my food and landscapes because I live in the most beautiful area in Germany I love it she really does she really uh, does <laughs> vineyards mm-hmm. I don't know just it's gorgeous it's it, a beautiful area um yeah, so I'm just Drabex. Drabex, D R A Y Bex, like the beer. Awesome. And all of her information will be linked in the show notes. So if you had a takeaway, please give her a DM or tag her in a post or something like that because we always love connecting with awesome people. So. We do. Well, thank you so very much. <laughs>